0: Hello and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor S.F. Walker. and I'm here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. And Today we look at How to Lie with Statistics by Daryl Huff and Irving Gaze The secret language of statistics, so appealing in a fact-minded culture, is employed to sensationalize, inflate, confuse, and oversimplify. Statistical methods and statistical terms are necessary in reporting the mass data of social and economic trends business conditions opinion polls the census but without the writers who use the words with honesty and understanding and readers who know what they mean the results can only be semantic nonsense the test of the random sample is this—does every name or thing in the whole group have an equal chance to be in the sample? The purely random sample is the only kind that can be examined with entire confidence by means of statistical theory. But there is one thing wrong with it—it is so difficult and expensive to obtain for many uses that sheer cost eliminates it. A more economical substitute, which is almost universally used in such fields as opinion polling and market research, is called stratified random sampling. The most effective factor was the tendency that must always be allowed for, in reading poll results, a desire to give a pleasing answer. In any case, the results are obviously so biased as to be worthless. You can judge for yourself how many other poll-based conclusions are just as biased, just as worthless, but with no check available to show them up. You have pretty fair evidence to go on if you suspect that polls in general are biased in one specific direction. The direction of the literary digest error. The bias is towards a person with more money, more education, more information and alertness, better appearance, more conventional behavior, and more settled habits than the average of the population he or she is chosen to represent. The trick was to use a different kind of average every time. The word average Having a very loose meaning, it is a trick commonly used sometimes in innocence but often in guilt by fellows wishing to influence public opinion or sell advertising space. When you are told that something is an average, you still don't know very much about it unless you can find out which of the common kinds of average it is—mean, median, or mode. If the average is a median, you can learn something significant fo- from it. Half the values are more than the median, half are less than the median. But if it is a mean, and believe me, it may be that it is in nature unspecified, you may be getting nothing more revealing than the average of one. Average being the sum of all numbers divided by the total number. Mode is the value that is repeated the most in the sequence of values being looked at. Given a complex corporation, with hierarchy of employees ranging all the way from beginning typist to the president, with a several hundred-thousand-dollar bonus, all sorts of things can be covered up in this manner, so when you see an average pay figure First ask, average of what? Who is included? The importance of using a small group is this. With a large group, any difference produced by chance is likely to be a small one and unworthy of big type. A 2% improvement claim is not going to sell much toothpaste. Only when there is a substantial number of trials involved is the law of average a useful description of prediction. Knowing nothing about a subject is frequently healthier than knowing what is not so. And a little learning may be a dangerous thing. If you can't prove what you want to prove, demonstrate something else and pretend that they are the same thing. In the days that follows the collision of statistics with the human mind, hardly anybody will notice the difference. Misinforming people by the use of statistical material might be called statistical manipulation. In a word, though not a very good one, statisticalation. Keep in mind. The distortion of the statistical data and its manipulation to an end are not always the work of professional statisticians. What comes full of virtue from the statistician's desk may find itself twisted, exaggerated, oversimplified, and disordered to selection by salesmen, public relations experts, journalists, or advertisement copywriter. How to look at phony statistics in the eye and face it down, and no less important, how to recognize sound and usable data in that wilderness of fraud, to which the previous chapters have been largely devoted. We can prod this stuff with five simple questions, and by finding the answer, avoid learning a more remarkable lot that isn't so. Who says so? The OK name. Anything smacking of the medical profession is an OK name. Scientific laboratories have OK names. So do colleges, especially universities, especially ones eminent in technical work. When an OK name is cited, make sure that the authority stands behind the information, not merely somewhere alongside it. How does he know? Is the sample large enough to permit any reliable conclusion? Similarly with the reported correlation, is it big enough to mean anything? Are there enough cases to add up to any significance? What is missing? Watch out for an average variety unspecified in any matter when mean and median might be expected to differ substantially. Did somebody change the subject? Watch out for a switch somewhere between the raw figure and the conclusion. One thing is all too often reported as another. And finally, does it make sense? Please. Do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And The link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning.